says who. My guest today is Tristan Wright. He is a Los Angeles-based actor and an uh, accomplished voiceover actor as well. And he has three kids. This is true. <laughs> so uh, let's jump right in. Thank you so much for coming out Thank today. you for having me. Of yep. course. Uh, so here is a question that all actors get and all <clears throat> actors hate. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah. That's a doozy, isn't it? Um, well, I've been here, uh, let's see, 16 years, 15, 16 years. Um, moved here from Minnesota, um, and I've been a working actor, which means I don't have another job. Wow. Uh, lucky enough to do that for the past six or so. And then, uh, yeah, we have three kids under three. We had twins. So so that's been, <laughs> that's been the last three years of my life, is dealing with that happening, as well as all the acting work, yeah. Now, so uh, let me ask you a little bit about, so you moved to Los Angeles, you said about 16 mm -hmm. years yeah. ago. Now, was that a planned move? Had you done uh, acting before? Did you know that's what you wanted to do when you got here? Yes, I knew that's what I wanted to do. Um, and I had been doing it professionally before, um, very briefly. I had done a tour and then one other uh, paid theater gig um, before I came. So I went to school in New York to a conservatory program uh, for a year and then uh, did a little work in the summer and then went on tour and then moved here in January of 2002. Wow. So yeah, I was definitely pursuing this the minute I got here and then it only took, what, 15 years to make it? <laughs> make it? Make it? Meaning in, I can pay my quotes. bills? Yeah. Sort of? Yeah. Yes. Super so, easy. Uh, your first paying acting gig yes. uh, was before you got out here. Yes, it was. It was a theater show at the Old Log Theater, I think it was called, in Minneapolis. Um, and, and I played a, uh, a dancing juggling bear in a, like a kitty show. Of course you did. It wasn't a kitty show, but it was a, it was a play for preschool kids that they did like in the daytime. So, and the reason I got the job was because it said on my resume I could juggle. So I go and I do my audition, I do my monologue, and I read in the director's all. Now, we really liked all that. But you, you can juggle, right? It says you can. You're really, you serious, you can. And I think they actually made me in the audition to prove I could. But then, so the bear like juggles in the play, and that's why I got the gig. And then I learned how to juggle because I was at school waiting for my acting teacher to show up to like do our scene work or whatever and there were these little like balls around for you know it's an acting studio so there's just there's <laughs> color balls, balls everywhere, everywhere. Right? that's what it's you like do for, when you it's act like a preschool for children <laughs> so i learned to juggle those just while we were standing around and then that led to my first paid gig not the 12 months of no. theater training <laughs> to do theater you know how to juggle you're hired yeah. So the moral of this story is learn to juggle. Learn a skill. Yeah. Learn a special skill that they can't do without, and then you will get work. Right. This actually sounds like a pretty good yeah. uh, audition. Do you have any bad auditions? Yes. Yes. The one that that, uh, that first comes to mind. I was. It was a. It was an audition for a feature, and it was like a super low budget, you know, hundred dollar a day kind of thing. And this was really early on the first three or four years I was here. So first they made us drive like an hour and a half out of the city. So I had been in the car and then I get there and there's this massive waiting room filled with people. So every actor there had to wait like an hour and a half, which is a long time to wait. You don't, nobody really is supposed to have to do that. So we'd been there this whole time and then I go in <clears throat> finally, you know, I've been going over the scene like a half a million times because I had so much time. So I'm there doing the scene, waiting, waiting, waiting. And then I go in 
and I, I do my like little two-page thing, and the, the director's sitting there, and he's just sort of all bored, you know, with this long day of auditions. And he, I get done with my scene, and he goes, <laughs> "Oh no!" <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like, okay. <laughs> And at the, the, the like naive young actor and eager actor that I was at that time, I just sort of shook it off and laughed it laughed it off. And I was like, "Do you want to? So do you want to do it again? Do you, should I just go?" And he was all done. But now I, we would have words. I would not. That would not have gone over so smooth for him today, especially for that project. <laughs> that would have been a "Give me my dollar fifty picture back. I am out of here" kind of situation. So it does happen. Um, and it's not great. No, no. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, any actor has a, at least one bad audition story. At least a dozen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things I mentioned at the, the beginning was that you are, in fact, a father of three. Yes. How does that work uh, in Los Angeles and being an actor? Yeah, it's, um, it definitely throws a change into the mix. You're... It's, it's, it's very stressful, but also like very freeing, I think, because suddenly the most important thing in your life is not this career that you've been trying to have and do. It, that really turns into a job and something that is important, but because of how needy and how much attention they demand and like how much energy and emotional time it takes for them, the, it, it turns the acting thing into like the second most important thing and it's very freeing to go to auditions and just be like this is just job now because i'm too tired to be anxious about it i, I can't <laughs> so, care I, I literally can't care because i i care about everything else so much so i'm just going to do this and this is part of my day but it's not the most important thing and that's important to try to have i think b before you have three kids to feel that way because it's not the most important thing in your life. But it can feel that it way. It can feel sure. that way. And those successes and failures feel so important, but they're not. Like, it just goes on. It'll be there. Now, uh, I also mentioned in the beginning you're a voiceover actor. Yes. And I understand that a lot of voiceover actors work from home. And how is that with They do, kids? yes. I do voiceover work. And someone was asking me before we started taping this that... Uh, Taping, recording. We don't tape. We do. We do whatever we do. Yeah, we pull we, it before we push. Something start. goes into something, <laughs> and is saved. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I do voiceover work mainly from home. So I have a home studio and fancy microphone and um, some software. So I do all my own editing and production and deliver like clean, finished audio to a variety of things. There's um, there's animation and video games that everyone kind of knows yeah. that people do. And then there's a lot of commercial work and then there's a lot of long form uh, audiobook work. Oh, really? So it really varies genre to genre from fiction, nonfiction, e-learning kind of things. But there's a lot of uh, extra work out there for um, voiceover, which was really nice because there's only so many things you can do for on-camera work and you need a whole crew and a camera and a director and a lot of money to make those things happen. And with this, it's like, I can just give you the product and I am my own kind of little company, so. A booth in your house and, yeah. you, can, and a, you can go. Right. And I, I think uh, something you had, you had mentioned, um, not on tape, see, I did it too, uh, is that, you know, that really, voiceover is everywhere. It's, you know, radio, yeah. television, industrial, Books on tape. Right. Anytime you hear someone talking who's not on camera, that's voiceover. And if you pay attention, it's 
all over the place and right. not just in like mainstream high-end media that you'd think like we're not all the voices on the Simpsons like it's, <laughs> there's a few more gigs than that uh, so it's it's been really interesting to sort of delve into those different kind of genres and they're all so different if you're doing e-learning and talking about I do a lot of work for this company that talks about like axis milling for airplane parts you know what I mean and I'm like you don't think of that as like what you're going to be doing as a professional actor but right. It's there, and they pay you, so it's so like you're gonna do it. All right, <laughs> I will take it. So, was voiceover something that you got into accidentally? Was it something you were aiming to get into? How'd you do that? Um, it was kind of a combination of both. I sort of both stumbled into it and deliberately chose to not switch to that, but really pursued that um, heavily. My my wife was doing it when we kind of first met and started dating. Um, and so I got, got in it through her, and then I had a couple of other friends who were doing it that were very successful um, at it and started to sort of dip my toe in it and get some of the equipment and sort of try it out. And that became, I became successful in, you know, in a microscopic way really quickly. So I was like, well, this is definitely worth going deeper because it was working and bringing in revenue and, you know, <laughs> booking is booking. And so... So it sort of evolved into the bigger, you know, fancy studio that we have now and built up. So it's a big commitment, but once you're kind of in and doing it and have built a bit of a reputation, it's really, you know, easier and smooth to, to keep things going. And then bringing it back to the original question about voiceover work, which is, uh, so you do most of that from home? Yes, yes. So the studio's at home. Yeah. I get to be home with the kids and it's like a tiny box that I live in for hours a day so it's a little isolated um, but I get to be there you know with them and see them at lunch and you know help deal with them as much as I can while still trying to like get enough work done so it is nice to work in your pajamas which is great yes it this is, is the most dressed up I've been in like two weeks I said you have a collar so that's impressive <laughs> right, right yeah there's a collar on my shirt all right well are you ready for the lightning round yeah let's do it okay all right, Tristan, what is your favorite movie? <laughs> so, Tristan! <laughs> My favorite movie. All right, I gotta, I gotta think. I gotta think for two seconds. Braveheart, maybe? Yeah, we'll go with that. Nice. Or Gone in 60 Seconds. I can't decide. <laughs> is there a movie that you watch over and over again? The Princess Bride. Uh, what book do you plan on reading? The next audiobook that I am paid to narrate. What book have you read as a student that uh, sh positively shaped you? Oh, as a student? Or not. Oh, I can't even think of anything. I'm trying to think of like intelligent sounding great novels that, that were really good. Like The Great Gatsby, but I don't think that affected me that much. <laughs> I don't even remember the first line. <laughs> How about what's your favorite television show that's currently on? That's currently on? Uh, see, you're getting me with the currently, because I rewatched The Office and 30 Rock like twice a year. Um, oh, Blackish. Blackish. I've been really liking that. Yeah. Uh, binge watch or one episode at a time? Binge watch. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you about your life right now? Eight? Question mark? <laughs> Eight. Eight. Do you play an instrument? Yes, I play the flute and the piano. If you could master an instrument that wasn't the flute or piano, what would that be? The cello. What's the hardest part about being a father? The, the relentless amount of energy that it takes 
to just get through a day keeping the kids alive. What is the best part about being a father? Oh, like the laughing and the fun and the love and, you know, everything else that's good. <laughs> Do you have a tattoo? No. I want one. I don't know what it would be. All right. No, I don't have any. Uh, what is the best gift you've ever received? Um, this watch was pretty nice. My wife gave this to me for my birthday a while back. It is a nice I'm watch. waiting for like the car with the bow, but I haven't got one of those. We'll, well, what is the best gift you have ever been given? A car with a... Uh, wait, no. Given? Given. Oh, that I was given? No, that, that you... That I gave. You gave. I'd never given a car with a bow for that either. <laughs> well, one year we got my... And like, you know, there's jewelry and stuff. But I got... We got my grandfather a clarinet from a, like, pawn shop for Christmas one year. And he was, like, tickled. <laughs> it was pretty exciting. I still remember that. Yeah. Oh, what is your... Favorite way to de-stress? Um, exercise. I play soccer and go to the gym and that, yeah. Sports. Sports. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite sport? Soccer. What is your favorite sport to watch? Soccer. Curling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dress up or dress down? Uh, dress down. Uh, what is the weirdest word in the English language? Purple. Uh, when was the last time you cried? I think this morning, about an hour ago. <laughs> when was the last time I didn't cry for 24 hours? That's what I want to know. What is your least favorite thing about yourself? Oh, I think I'm a little insensitive to people sometimes. <laughs> okay, then the producer's what? laughing at me over here. She's like, yeah. Duh. Most favorite thing about yourself? Um, my sense of humor. Uh, who's the last person you talked to on the phone? Possibly you on the way over here. It's fair. Yeah. Uh, who's the last person you texted? Uh, my wife. And what is the last picture you took? Of my kids covered in tomato sauce. <laughs> okay, three people, dead or alive, that you would like to have dinner with. Um. Oh, Obama would be number one. Um, uh, Tom, uh, d d Tom Hanks, get all the Toms mixed up, and um, Lincoln, probably. Ooh, yeah. nice. I want to hear yes. about that fiasco. <laughs> what would be the title of your autobiography? Uh, Tristan Wright, Dead or Alive? Question mark. And if they were going to make an adaptation of that, would you want it to be film or theater? I think a TV miniseries. Three it or four episodes. <laughs> like the OJ thing <laughs> on Netflix. And who would you want to play you? Uh, d Bradley Cooper. Nice. What is the best piece of acting advice you've been given? Yeah, who, who said it? Get out of your head. But it was, he, he made a, a better analogy. It was like, there's this camera that you feel like is mounted on your shoulder looking at you, and you have to forget about that. <laughs> yeah. What is the worst piece of acting Oh, advice? and sorry, and assume yes. you're brilliant. Rain Wilson said that. He's like, assume you're brilliant. Nice. In class. And then when you, <laughs> be better in real life. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what is the worst piece of acting advice you've ever been given? Oh, um, like, 
it doesn't it doesn't matter why just go faster <laughs> that is pretty bad uh what is a role that you would love to play oh i i think i i'd like to do like a like i'd like to play some a real person i don't know who that is yet but i like the idea of like studying a real person of either history or who's still alive and then portraying them i think that would be fun to get into that who is someone that you would like to act opposite? Tom Hanks. Who, is, as, an a, as an actor, what actor would you like to go and have a beer with? Oh, that's an interesting question. Oh man, I can't even think, I can't even think of it. Uh, I don't know, I don't know, pass. Okay, pass. <laughs> okay. what <laughs> advice would you give an actor who's just starting out? Oh, um. Be prepared for the, for the long haul, but persistence is almost as important as talent. <laughs> <laughs> if you made a documentary, what would it be about? It would be about, I think, I think like, big, like, like big companies, corporate America. What makes you laugh no matter what? People getting hit in the crotch. <laughs> <laughs> What is something that you cannot do? Oh, oh, man. Um, what can't I do? Nothing. There's nothing. No, no. There's plenty. <laughs> there's plenty of things. I'm trying to think of something like extremely specific that I have attempted and would like to be able to do that I can't. <laughs> I can barely play basketball. I try, but I, I, I but I'm so bad at it. Yeah. Uh, what is your secret talent? I, I've, I've memorized the definition of a rock. <laughs> it's a naturally occurring inorganic substance with constant chemical composition and definite internal structure. <laughs> All right. So nice just great science. <laughs> nicely done. It's still there. Describe yourself in a hashtag. Uh, <laughs> ha hashtag, hashtag present. <laughs> um, what did you want to do with your life when you were 12? Maybe be a pilot. I always wanted to fly things. How would you know you've made it? I think, I think waking up and not having to worry about where your next gig is coming from would be making it. Okay. Uh, what would you do differently if you started out as an actor now? I would do voiceover from the very beginning throughout the whole thing. <laughs> is uh, uh, breakfast savory or sweet? Savory. Uh, do you eat breakfast? Yes. What does creativity mean to you? Oh, I think um, sort of just personal expression and, and sort of letting go of your you're like, again, that camera that is looking at you, letting, letting that go and just sort of diving into something that's kind of outside of yourself and letting that come out. Nice. All right, that's it. You made it through the lightning round. Yep. Doozy. And we're moving on. <laughs> and finally, before I let you go, uh, I'm gonna ask you the 10 questions that James Lipton closes out every Inside the Actor's Studio interview with. Because right. how many actors actually get to do this? Yeah, this is gonna be fun. All right. Yeah. What is your favorite word? 
spoof. What is your least favorite word? Cling. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Um, freedom. Freedom. What turns you off? Restriction. <laughs> Notes. <laughs> what is your favorite curse word? Uh, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it has to be. It has to be. What sound or noise do you love? <laughs> do it again. What sound or noise do you hate? Um, the alarm. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Uh, being a professional pilot. What profession would you not like to do? Uh, gardener. Finally, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Come on in. <laughs> well... Thank you, Tristan, for coming. That was, it, that was easy. That was good. Good. I, was, I was worried about that one. Yeah. <laughs> Thank good, you for coming in. Yeah, thanks for um, having me. Appreciate it. <laughs>